Chapter Twelve of A Boy Crusoe. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Natalie Koval. A Boy Crusoe by Alan Eric. Chapter Twelve. Return to the Coast. A Mangrove Swamp. Fever. When I awoke, it was morning, and the sun was fully an hour up taking a hasty bath in the cool water of the stream and after a hurried meal crossing the stream on the stones that were not submerged i set off along the east bank the stream flowed in a northerly direction by keeping close to the edge of the forest i made rapid progress nothing occurred to distract my attention except the sight of a small flock of pigeons one of which i killed i encamped for the night in the edge of a thicket and made a fire to roast the bird which i plucked while waiting for a bed of coals at daylight in the morning i continued my course down the stream which was now much wider and deeper its edge was thickly fringed with bamboo and the idea came to me that i might construct a raft from them and flow down the stream to the coast but then the stream was apt to become suddenly shallow in places and it contained many large stones and after delaying for several days while constructing the raft it might prove to be time and labor lost at the close of the fourth day as the sun was declining behind the palm trees i was astonished on emerging from a thicket to see the ocean blue and calm stretching out before me i had failed to note the fact that i had followed a more direct course from the coast than when i marched toward the interior and that the mountains were much nearer the north coast than the west for the last two days i had noticed that the coconut palms were more plentiful as were also the bamboos along the stream both of which should have reminded me of my approach to salt water i had reached the coast sooner than i expected knowing that i would probably not be able to cross the stream at its mouth i found a place where a few stones rose above the water and managed to cross to the other bank the mouth of this stream differed from that of either of the other two streams that i had seen it was broad and muddy covering a wide expanse and what seemed the strangest to me was that trees were growing from the water covering the entire area of the mouth of the stream each tree rested upon the apex formed by a cluster of roots which rose from the water looking like gigantic spiders or devilfish i could see under the whole aquatic forest a tangle of slimy roots above the dark water the air was permeated by an indescribable stench and around the edge of the dark recess black hairy crabs crawled about or lay by the festering pools I concluded that this was one of the famous mangrove swamps, and I decided to retire from such an undesirable locality. Accordingly, I proceeded along the beach until I was free from the smell of the swamp, where I made camp for the night beneath some spreading trees near the water's edge, making a fire and roasting yams, and broiling a pigeon which I had killed just after crossing the stream. When I awoke in the morning, I felt that a change had come over me. I felt dazed. The back of my head was aching, and I had a burning fever. After a few moments I remembered the swamp. The air which I had been breathing must be laden with fever. I staggered to my feet, and without stopping to get breakfast, I started along the beach, my course now being toward the west. I felt very weak and walked with great difficulty. I was obliged to stop frequently to rest, and toward midday I managed to eat the remainder of the pigeon that I had broiled the night before once i saw some orange trees but the fruit was both sour and bitter i sucked some of the juice however the bitter and the acid seemed to allay my fever a little and i soon felt less weak i camped at sundown and went to sleep with confidence that my condition would be improved in the morning as i was at a safe distance from the swamp 
for two days more i marched along the shore finding sweet orange trees frequently and plenty of pigeons whenever i chose to make a short detour into the forest at last a high mound appeared ahead where the shore seemed to take a sharp sweep toward the south and hurrying forward i was soon standing at the top of it and to my great joy looking down upon the bay where i had been cast ashore crossing the familiar little stream i hastened toward my house it was with a feeling of relief that i saw that everything was apparently as i had left it End of chapter 12